welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. And if you've been following along with this podcast, you know that I'm in the middle of a series about the sometimes counterintuitive lessons that I've learned from running my own business. You know, the business world is not always what it appears to be. And the cool thing is you have the power to create your own world around your own business. And one of the best things about running my own business, I I like the fact that I can create the rules and you probably do too, right? When you have power over that, you can do things differently. You don't have to embrace those harsh, you know, cold zero sum tactics of business, right? Business doesn't have to be this way. We can be nice to one another and successful at the same time. And that's the whole point of this series. And for instance, in creating my own rules, I'm offering right now a 50% discount on my new online course that teaches content marketing for creatives. It's called Create Biz, and it's a complete online course with 42 video modules and dozens of worksheets, templates, and guided assignments to help writers, musicians, and visual artists get focused and efficient in building an online audience. To get this 50% discount, use this special link, createbiz.com MWM for marketing without the marketing. And I left a link in the show notes to make that easy for you. All right, back to rewriting the rules of business and how we can be nice to one another and be successful at the same time. Now, it definitely takes some mindset shifts. And one of those shifts involves speed. Now, last week I talked about ROI and how everyone is impatient about the R, right? The return on investment. When do we start making money? How quickly can we get to profitability? Now, of course, in running a business, we have to make money, right? Otherwise, it's not a business, is it? But let's get to the counterintuitive part. In the new rules of marketing, you have to be a lot more patient because, well, look, organic growth, my view is that it's way more valuable But let's face it, it's slower to achieve. So two things about this. One, you've got to be in it for the long game. And two, that means that you have to start now. If it's going to take a long time, don't wait to get going, right? That's why I'm always urging in this podcast a bias towards action. Get going, right? Start building your audience. Go in with a strategy and start executing. Learn with every action and every reaction. Adjust, get better at it, start building that audience one by one until it starts to take off on its own, right? Your audience creating more audience for you. And it's not too late. It's never too late to get started. Just because, you know, everyone else is blogging or everyone else is doing a podcast or there's, you know, lots of your competitors doing this. Don't let that dissuade you. The only thing I ever caution people up front is not to not start, right? Just to make sure that you have a good, solid content strategy so that you're efficient and you don't expend a lot of worthless effort. Nobody wants that. That's where blogging and all that gets to be a waste of time. If you don't have a strategy, it's going to be difficult. And how many times do you see people just, you know, start posting on social media without a strategy and then they get nowhere and then they're surprised? I mean, it happens all the time, but it's not going to happen to you because you have a strategy. But the biggest thing about this strategy is that it has to start with the long game in mind. Simply put, as I mentioned a little bit last week, going for the short term, that's going to make you make bad decisions. It makes you ask too soon, right? You sort of, you come off as self-serving and it makes you seem desperate. 
Let the game come to you instead. You know, just like they tell the athletes, right? Let the game slow down. See the pitches coming in nice and slow. Respect your audience enough to let, let them make the decision, right? They'll come to you when they're ready. And I did a whole episode on this called Respect Your Audience, and I left a link in the show notes for you. Uh, you, you know, don't be pushy to them. Show them some respect. They'll respect you back. And like I said, they'll come to you when they're ready. Now, contrast that with short-term thinking, right? That kind of makes you just kind of impatiently go for the sale. Now, while we need the sale, we can't come off this way, right? Nobody likes to be pushed into something. Don't let it be about you. Let it be about them instead. Remember, we exist to serve. This was the topic of two episodes ago called the service disposition. This is not BS, right? This has to be the core of our business if we hope to succeed. You and me and every small business owner, we live to serve. You don't serve, you don't have a business. You can't get to making money unless you do that and and you go into this willingly. And these things, these are in line with the way that content marketing is structured. That's what content marketing is. Just provide value for free over and over until you are in a position to ask for the sale. Lightly and not very often as well. And here's the thing that I learned from content marketing and how to apply it to running my own business, right? Using this strategy, you kind of have to be happy with indirect benefits only, right? So cut the talk of ROI, just like in the last episode, like I was talking about, right? Do it because you serve. Let it evolve naturally. Community growth can't be rushed. It's kind of like gardening. You can only do so much, but when the conditions are right, and you've put everything into it and set things up so that it's ready to grow, then it will grow. Now, don't get me wrong. This strategy can be immensely powerful, right? Just because it's slow doesn't mean that it's, you know, that it has to be something that is just going to take forever. To me, this can be, you know, when expressed properly, it can be more powerful sometimes than any other strategy. I mean, you are selling. You're just doing it in a much softer way which is why I like this strategy so much. And, and you know, I mean, that's why I call this podcast marketing without the marketing, right? So we're not doing all that icky marketing. And here's the thing. The result of organic growth is an audience. And when you have an audience, you have the power. You can do something with an audience. But betray their trust for one second, and it's over. And this is another one of those reasons why why it's so valuable, right? For this reason, the fact that it takes such a long time to build up and you can wreck it in, in one instant, that's exactly why it has so much value. And it, it's hard for people to do this, right? To maintain this, this level of where you are constantly serving and not screwing it up, right? I mean, it's, it's a precious, precious asset. And The thing that's tough for people, in my experience, with clients, prospective clients, whatever, is that you have to get comfortable with not having control over it, right? It's like gardening again, right? Um, You can manage it, but you can't control it. And that's hard for people. That and sort of thinking in that sort of, you know, that long game mentality. But the cool thing is, this strategy 
delivered genuinely, that contributes to your brand as a, as a giver, right? Branding is about fostering a feeling about you and your company and what you do, your product, your service, your employees, whatever. That's branding. And when you provide and provide and provide and people feel like they're getting a lot of value from you, they'll feel good about you. It doesn't matter if that's a paid relationship yet. In fact, it can come in a relationship that's not based on transactions, a free relationship, right? Like producing your blog and have people get value from it. Producing a podcast like this one and having people get value from it. You know, when you do it for the right reasons, people can see that. And, you know, they feel like, hey, look, you're producing value for me. You're doing it for free. Uh, You're a giver. And think of what that does for your brand. These right here are what I'm talking about when I say the indirect benefits of the ecosystem. And to me, they're worth a lot more than just going for the quick fix, one time, get the sale type of mentality. I think, you know, building that organic growth really contributes a lot more to the lifetime value of the business. Okay, I think I'll stop there. The question I have for you, are you doing this already? Do you feel like that you already uh, assume this posture of being the giver, of producing value for folks without that expectation of anything in return? Are you doing this already? Would love to hear the nuances that you put into it. I mean, hit me up on Twitter or the comments section or wherever we are in contact. I'd love to hear the way that you approach this. And if you are not yet, does this make you think differently about it? Could you be doing something better uh, to lead you to that, uh, to more of that mindset? Because I really do think, and I've seen it firsthand uh, from my own work and, and in working with my clients, teaching them these methods as well, it makes a major impact. Yes, it's going to take a, a while, as I've said over and over again, but it has a powerful effect. So does this help change your mind? Is this, you know, this sort of counterintuitive lesson? Does that make you think differently about something? Again, I'd love to hear from you. So, okay. Uh, thanks so much for listening. As always, I appreciate you, your attention, your comments, your feedback uh, really means a lot to me. So until next week, thanks for listening.